Hello, everyone out there. Hope you're all doing good. This is the first episode of our Game of Thrones Season 8 special. We, what we want to do is we're going to have a Game of Thrones show for every episode of Season 8. And this is the first in the installment. And of course, I've got here with me Jake. Jake, how you doing? Hello, Andy. Winter is finally here. Winter is here. Finally. So, episode one aired not too long ago. What were... Give me your thoughts in two... No, in three words. In three words? Yes. Careful. Mm-hmm. Thoughtful. Okay. And anticipation. Anticipation. Sounds good. Yeah. Mine would probably be, yeah, anticipation. Mine would be wow <laughs> finally and yeah a bit of anticipation but it was a good episode wasn't it it was a very good episode and the reason i picked those words careful and thoughtful was because uh, they go, sort of go hand in hand so i think they've been very this episode is very careful not to throw a lot at you it sets everything up very nicely i think mm -hmm. we're in for a, a very very good season yeah and it's not just bombarding with all these different facts you know it, it's just very direct in what they need to do and I like that we were discussing before the show aired that, you know, from the get-go, it was like they were all doing all these formalities and like, we don't have time for this. Let's get straight to business. And I was like, yes, let's go. They set the plot straight away. And that's why they were careful to do that. And they was very thoughtful the way it was structured and edited as well. Yeah, because we only have six episodes. So they needed to move things quickly. And I just like in that episode how they set things up. You, you, you're able to see all the conflicts that are going to happen. This person is going to have a problem with this. This person is going to get on with that. You know, every they just set the stage very, very, very well. And obviously, it ended with Jon Slow fi finally learning that R plus L equals to J. And um, he is actually a Targaryen. He's Danny's nephew and Sansa and Arya's cousin. So he's he's John in the middle. Very Game of Thronesy. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of weird incest there. Yeah, I'm wondering how how Danny's gonna take it. That's a, that's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I don't think she's gonna take it very well at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I mean, they can't get together in the end because then that'd be weird. Yeah. So like they, that relationship would have to stop. Yeah. Unfortunately, because well, to be to be fair, Targaryens are known to have interfamily family. Fam intra-family relationships so it's in their blood so they may not necessarily end the whole thing but it i think it will, it will they'll probably end it more due to circumstances because i feel that winterfell will fall i think it, yeah i think like we're, we're clearly gearing up for a big battle here yeah which we'll talk about the preview for episode two in a minute but I, which is going to happen i think the big battle in episode three yeah and i think that's when winterfell is going to fall yeah so in the midst of all of that, there can't be any love thing going on because everybody is focused on survival. But back to this episode, um, like I said, they were just setting everything up. You could see the major conflict points. And um, so we, we went to King's Landing and we saw Cersei. Finally, she's got the Golden Company, a very limited Golden Company. Obviously, they said the elephants couldn't travel, but we all know the main reason why that was the case was because... Elephants don't. Elephants are expensive in CGI work in CGI terms. So obviously, they just took that away. We saw Euron finally getting with Cersei, 
although reluctantly, she did it out of, I feel she did it out of duty. And I, she, I feel she's really, she's going to mess him up at some point. She's going to get fed up of him because she irritates him to the bone. And I feel it, it's going to be the mountain that will do it. I 100% agree with yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, the whole exchange, that exchange was, she. I think she just did it because I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, But one day, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 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 coming. It's inevitable. In the next couple of episodes, he's going to get axed. I think. Yeah, it, it's. I think it's going to be a case of she's she's because I don't think she's pregnant right now. I think she was lying to Tyrion, but I think she will get pregnant. She will have um, Euron's child, but once she realizes that she's pregnant, she's going to go to Euron and be like, "I don't need you anymore." Then just signal to the mountain because he's been taking the piss out of the mountain ever since last season. Every he sees him, you know, mocks him in a way. And the mountain is just there looking at him and his mind, he's waiting for it. So when Cersei gives the command, he is just going to... Relish in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Pop his brains open or something. So we saw that bit. Um, the Golden Company, they didn't look too intimidating. I mean, in the books, they are like this mercenary group and everything. They didn't look too intimidating. No, it didn't strike fear. It didn't look yeah. like this is an army to be feared. Yeah, which is strange. I don't... I mean, the, in, from what I could see, the Dothraki would take them. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. You know, they don't look too. And um, what's the what's the unsullied. The, the unsullied. Yeah, yeah. They'll take the unsullied well. alone will take out most yeah. of the armies. Like because the unsullied are like the Game of Thrones version of ninjas. Each one of them is really true. They are very skilled fighters. We've not seen a lot of that, but from what they said in season four, each one is a very skilled fighter. So she has a very very strong army. I thought she lost a lot of them during the battle. Of um, this thing, but she didn't. They have a very. It just goes army. to show how big of an army she had. Yeah. Did you see that shot? Um, the intro shot when they showed them matching the whole the coming shot. in. Yeah. That was epic, man. And the music coming along with it. I yeah. thought that was fantastic. It was. It was good. Overall, it's a very, very good episode. I mean, what I really liked about it was the pacing and the fact that you got to spend e- a good amount of time with every character, mm-hmm. and you got to understand where they are right now and, yeah. and what their plans are. Yeah. That for me was it. so. It wasn't just leaning towards more Jon Snow or Daenerys. Everybody got their moment to shine. Yeah. Setting up for this big grand finale. It was awesome. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah another thing that really um, hit me was that final... Not It wasn't the final scene where they went to... Where they f- saw the boy um, impaled on the wall. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where that... The it was gruesome. Yeah, it was. It was so scary that... It was near Tom the air. was the, the end shot, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Tom was standing and the boy was there impaled on the wall. Then he opened his eyes. I wasn't sure. In my head, I was like, is that child's eye open? I couldn't see very well, but eyes were open and you could see that they were blue. Then he gave this horrific scream. Because I watched, I couldn't, you know, I, I could, when I watched, I watched it um, at 2 a.m. in the morning because I couldn't, I couldn't wait. I just couldn't wait. I knew if I didn't watch it 2 a.m. in the morning and I went on the internet the next morning, I knew somebody was going to spoil it for me. So I was like, I was going to watch it. So imagine 2 a.m. It's really quiet around the house and everything. And I heard that scream. It really went, hit me in my gut. I was like, oh, that was scary. That was scary. I, 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 I still can't wait to see what's going to happen. But the big question on everyone's mind is, what does the Night King want? What do you think? Ooh, that is a big question. Yeah, what does he want? I mean, so many theories out c- there. Because up to now, we haven't really known his motivation for That's wanting it. to invade Westeros. Yeah. I mean, I'm not 
I'm not a huge Game of Thrones like I'm not up to all the day. I haven't read yeah. the books, yeah. so I don't know all the mythology behind it. I the knowledge I know is from the movies. Yeah, uh, sorry, from from the, from the, the show. show. Yeah. So and up in the show, we still don't know what his plan is. So I'm in the I'm in the stored stance. Like I don't know, man. It's up to this point, and we still don't know what the reason they want to take over Westeros is. It's got to be something big. Well, so. It can't be just the. Um, I mean, I'll be really disappointed if it was just because I want to take over the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't want to see that. that yeah, like, but I think here's a theory. Here, this is my theory. Like, you know, in Superman versus Batman, I know it's weird. I'm bringing it up here. Not Superman versus Batman. Superman, the first Superman. Uh, Man book. of Steel. Yeah, Man of Steel, the one with General Zod. Yeah. And General Zod was like, when the Kryptonians are made, they are made with, for one purpose, and that's all they do. They live and die to fulfill that purpose. You know. I feel that. Do you know why? The, how the White Walkers became? No, I don't. Oh, so Please let me just. Elaborate. Yeah, let me. So, what? Hundreds of years before game, the current Game of Thrones started, there was these children of the forest. These little, they were. They've been in the show. These little creatures. They're like little kids dressed in brown. They were the ones in the cave when. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. So the children of the forest were having. They were in in a war with men. With men. With with mankind and mankind was really devastating them burning all their holy places was really killing them you know man was really about to wipe them off the face of the earth so they created the white walkers as a weapon to help them fight against men so white walkers were created to destroy mankind so that was their initial programming so obviously when something happened and the white walkers sort of went rogue so the children of the forest and men came together and they defeated the White Walkers and they drove them away to the land of always winter. That's why the White Walkers are far away. So it was the children of the forest and um, men that drove them away. So what I think is sort of like General Zod, that initial programming, that your mission is to destroy mankind. I feel that's what the guy still has in mind. He hasn't been reset. He still wants to do what he was created for. So... In a sense, he just wants to take over the world by killing all men. I think that's cover it into an eternal winter. Exactly. So, but I, I, you know, that's just my theory. I don't think that's the case. But I was just thinking aloud. It's so I really want. That's the only unanswered question in Game of Thrones. I think another one that's been floating around is related to that. Is a lot of people are asking who is the Night, the King? Night King? Exactly. You know, but we, we do you do have any theories on who he is? I mean, we saw him. We, I mean, we, there was an episode where we saw the guy who, as an old man, we saw them what they did with they pushed dragon glass into his chest, and that was how he became the Night Walker. But we we saw an older person. There is the theory going around that it's Bran that is sort of in a he's caught up in a time loop where he's trying to prevent himself from repeating himself. You know, there's this time loop concept that it's actually Jon Snow, that it, the Night King is actually Jon Snow, and he's trying to prevent Jon Snow from doing what he did to become the Night King. That's one theory. There's another one that says it's actually Bran, because we've seen that Bran has the ability to affect the past whenever he walks to the past. So it's also that he's done something in the future and uh, that made him the night king so the current night king is trying to stop that loop from happening damn i know right that's that's pretty crazy yeah but i feel at the end of the day to be something very that's, simple that seems quite science fictiony to me yeah but it's been going on for a it long time it sounds very 
Terminator yeah. go back in time back. to stop the person mm -hmm. so they don't do yeah. this. Like yeah. it's yeah. But it's um I don't know if that fits Game of Thrones though. Well they alluded to it in the whole Hodor. I don't know if you watched the episode where Hodor, you know Hold Hodor. Yeah. Hold the door, yeah. Hold the door, yeah. You saw that episode yeah, where yeah, you yeah. know so they've alluded to it that, you know, something you can do in the past can innovate can affect the present yeah. or you know the or future. The future. Yeah. So They've kind of alluded to it, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's just going to be something quite simple, you know, because for as complex as Game of Thrones is, it's not complex. It's just simple. All you just need to do is know the, know the people. One of the problems people had with Game of Thrones when it first started was there were so many characters, so it was very hard to keep up. But they started killing all of them, and we now knew who the main people were, and everybody started taking sides. So it's not a very hard story to understand. So I'm, I doubt the origins of the Night King will be something as complex as, you know, an infinite time loop. I hope not. I hope they yeah. keep it a bit more straightforward, considering yeah. how the season, like you said, it's, it was very complex at the beginning. And as much as I liked that, I preferred as we were now following a group of people, of, yeah. you know, heroes and villains to follow, if mm -hmm. you know what I mean, without yeah. expecting them going to die any second. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also Arya. There's so many. There are so many mysteries because I feel Bran knows something. He gave Arya that dragon, that dagger. She see, he's seen something in the future. Valerian still. Valerian yeah. still. Yeah. So there's so much happening. And what I mean, what this episode did, which is what you said earlier, is it just set the stage up. So I think the real story will be from next episode when we're talking about it. That's when we're kicking into high gear. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, some of the things that I really liked about this particular episode was the character moments, particularly. Mm. Like, I really like Jon Snow's stance on what's currently happening. So, like, all of the North, they're like, you left us. Uh, we have no king. Where's our leader? Uh, why should we fight? And he's just like, why does it matter who has a title? I gave up the crown. We need Daenerys here to fight this war. We're all going to die. And I really like that he just standed his ground with that. And, mm -hmm. like, and I was totally on his side. I was yeah. like, to these Westeros people in the north, I was like, what are you not getting here? They don't know what time it is. Yeah. They, do, they just don't know what time it is. And they're just acting like, whenever he says these zombies are coming, zombies that cannot be killed are coming, it sort of flies over their heads and they're all back to their old-fashioned honor. You know, you are our king. We don't want... I'm like, dude, that doesn't matter. Because they haven't seen what he's seen. They haven't, no. They, 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 haven't. they don't know the horrors about what's to come. Yeah. I think John should have just, you know when he caught a white, last season he caught a white and he took him to um, King's Landing, they should have made a stop at Westeros and showed them, Show that, showed them that. Because how can you be worried about, there will be no kingdom to rule. That's what I mean. <laughs> That's so, that. so I really like that moment. Um and I loved Jon Snow flying on the dragon. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, that was a really was good really sequence. Nice. The, the camera movements were so good. The way mm -hmm. you, f I felt like watching it on screen that I was flying on yeah. dragon at times. Yeah, it was I really good. Yeah, there was a part where, you know, I'm saying this from my editing brain, there was a place where they wanted to really, you know, when he went angle 90 and he was coming down, go all the way down, yeah. down. I feel they filmed it as a roller coaster. They really wanted you to feel what it was like being on the back of a dragon but somehow it got caught in the edit they didn't show that part because but I, I, just like you i felt the same thing it felt a bit like <gasps> you know how like when you're in a roller coaster it goes up then it's you're about just to waiting go for down. it and then yeah they showed that for like two three seconds then they cut to something else so i wish they had done that but that was really cool and 
another moment that I really liked, like I said, there were moments was when the mountain. Oh, sorry, not the mountain. Um, the hound. The hound, and Arya. They finally, they finally met, meet up. Meet yeah, up reunite. Yeah. And those two, they have a very funny chemistry. They say nasty things to each other, but they mean the opposite. Yeah, I mean, the Hound, I think he ha- he really cares for her. Oh, he does. He really does. He almost cares for her like a daughter he never yeah. had. Yeah. That sort of uh, relationship. Yeah. yeah. The Hound, yeah, he, he can be nasty sometimes, but... He's beneath, a softie, really. Yeah, yeah. Beneath all that hardness outside, he's a really soft guy. Because the things he's done in the past, he, he doesn't stand for... He has his bad moments, you know, but... He he's been a protector. He you know remember when um, he I mean he was you could say technically he was Arya's first teacher. Yeah, in the in the sense of mm-hmm. who she is now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She was the one that yeah her first kill was if it wasn't f- when she killed somebody the first time, <laughs> she stabbed him. Um, the others were about to attack her, and the hound came in. And yeah, you're right. He was the first um, person to actually bring her down to earth because mm-hmm. she she was born in a rich house and all of that you know she also protected sansa you know and all of that so he does have a soft spot and i do i really like the hound i really wanted to see clagging have you heard that term clagging ball clagging ball where they feel people want to see a fight between the hound and his elder brother uh, oh they I mean, feel, i want to yeah, see that yeah. yeah they feel that's where the show should end the hound and you know i mean i think that's a bit anticlimactic for it to end like that but i'd say maybe so, no not to show its end their story oh yeah yeah i think so and i think i think they both have to die yeah they both have to yeah i, th- I think that would be the m- most poetic way of going out how do you think i think how will each person die i, I don't know i mean i i don't want to get into that because it could literally be anything. Like you just don't know. I mean, I think there's certain characters that won't die. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't think Daenerys will die. I think she will. I don't. I don't think so. I think Jon Snow will die. I think Sansa will live. Yeah, Sansa will live. Sansa will live. And th- actually, if there's any, if there's any criticism I have to say about this episode, it's mm-hmm. just the whole criticism I have about Game of Thrones. It's just Sansa Stark. <laughs> I, I really don't <laughs> like this character. Yeah, I love people say that. She irritates me. Um, what's the uh, Sophie Turner? I, I just don't. Sophie bu- Turner. I yeah. just don't buy her. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I really don't buy her as an actress. Oh, really? Even in Phoenix. Uh, you know, in the X Men movies as well, I thought she was okay. Mm. She's she's okay, but the actual character itself just irritates me. Mm. Um, and I I do like the feud between her and Daenerys. Yeah. And clearly, they don't like each other. Yeah. <laughs> or Sansa doesn't like Daenerys. And I'm just a bit like, what's not to like? I mean, exactly. it's, it's Daenerys. Well, I mean, cool. Yeah, she is a bit of a you know, she can go quite dark places sometimes. But I like that rivalry. I like to see where that's going to go next. I fi- like how she said, "What do dragons eat anyway? Whatever they want. Whatever they want." Was he? Who was? Oh, I saw a meme. Oh, this this episode was filled with memes. Like, you watch. I, I don't know. It happens to me whenever I watch something like Game of Thrones, very popular shows. I kind of look at each scene and I'm like, which one would be a meme? You know. And so, but there was, I saw a meme yesterday, and they were like. That same scene where what do dragons eat? So the meme was like, "What do dragons eat?" Then you know what? <laughs> um, Daenerys' response was, "The CGI budget." <laughs> <laughs> it was so hilarious, but no, that was good. And Tyrion is back. To be honest, though, the CGI and this is very, very good. Yeah, they have. I, you can see they've upped the budget a bit though for yeah. this final season. Yeah, like they've gone all out. Oh yeah. I mean, they, they they promised us two battles, episode three and episode six. They said these two battles are going to be like nothing we've ever seen. They knew this was the last season. So 
there was you know how sometimes you want to you don't want to do too much because you know that you have to top it in the future so you just do a little so you can top it up in the future then you don't do too much there so you can top it up in the future but in this they knew that this is the final season so there is why not you have to go all they out they went all out they said this this episode three they said episode three is gonna be epic so i can't wait for that episode when we're gonna review it but but like we said so episode one is just setting this there isn't much to kind of dissect except the fact that episode one was sort of a setup for what's going to come up in the next five episodes so i'm sure we'll have more stuff to dissect by on um, by the end of episode yeah, two yeah i mean i can't wait for episode yeah. two like as we saw in the preview things are, it looks like things are proper gearing up now yeah to the the epic battle that winter fell in episode three i can't wait for oh that, i can't i even th- from the trailer they made it look as if the war had started because tommy was telling john they are going to be here before daybreak you know, and so it's going to be at night. So, yeah, really looking forward to that. Just, it's going to be good. So, so guys, hope you can join us for the remaining five episodes. Yeah, the remaining five episodes of uh, this Game of Thrones special. We'll be doing it every week after the show. We will talk about it and um, what we, our thoughts were and our theories and everything Game of Thrones. So, thank you so much for listening and we will be with you next week. And until then... Jake? Yeah, see you next week, guys. Can't wait for the epic conclusion to Game of Thrones. I mean, I, I just can't wait. That episode six, when it finally drops, is going to be epic. Oh, emotional too. But yeah, see you next week, guys. And winter has finally come. <laughs>